couldn't remember the greatest song in the world. No, no, this is a tribute. I thought I lost the audio of the most wholesome, loving podcast episode I've ever recorded in my life. And I was completely okay with it. Apparently it's still here. Enjoy. Week 199. 199 weeks of doing this. Imagine. And uh, would I break today? (laughs) It's really something how... I have this as a tool to... Keep myself to myself for the world for me and I have so many shit moments I have so many fucked up things I feel like I'm at a stage now where I'm even more honest with people without feeling like behind it there's any need to think I need to hide anything you know and I want to be more honest I want to be more honest with my writing I want to be more honest with my life and whatever stupid shit that might have happened in the past I really do genuinely work towards Growing up, and a part of growing up is to just let go of some regrets, you know, and just uh, see how they dissolve. You can't do anything about them, and I think just this reality of the fact that you cannot change your past uh, is in itself something, while growing, at least speaking for myself, I've seen manifest itself in so many different ways you know you think you learn something and then there's a million sides to that thing uh, itself and they all show themselves to you at different times and you can't keep all of it all the time you know so not just with regrets but with everything a lot of things life is a lot when i watch a video of myself recording something like uh i have you know, videos of myself explaining things uh, for my online courses that I did like three, four years back. And when I watch them, I listen to the words and I look at the body, but it's there's a distance between how I actually felt right then and there because when I was saying those words, how I was feeling was something different. The things that I thought were behind what I was saying or what I went through that day or the the general atmosphere of what I was going through at the time, you know. And this is a reality with everything. Like when you look externally, you see your interpretation. But the only thing that's really real of feeling is what you're interpreting right now. And... uh, This is something I'm sort of scared of, right? Because right now it's so fleeting and I feel real but as time goes by and I'm dead and all that's left is this all that's left is my writing all that's left is whatever how real will I be then really I won't be real I'll only be what anyone else sees and and how that affects them and it doesn't take and it shouldn't take anything away from what I am right now or what I'm living what I'm feeling and what I'm doing. So many small things play into everything being itself. And right now, just the amount of math that's happening with the 
amount of people and the bombardments of all these chemicals and, and substances and thoughts and all of them bombarding and what could happen and what couldn't and this to that and that to this how just uh, something that I wouldn't realize influences my day and brings it in a different way that ends up bringing me to something else so is it justified for me to think that it's fine that I have the regrets that I had because without the regrets without those things there's a lot of myself that I wouldn't have been able to see you know then a part of me is like, oh, but you should reach a point where these regrets don't get generated to begin with. And you're just acting how you need to act without all the blockers, without all the resistance, without all that. For, that should have been the case for so long. And it's like a sort of blame that comes there. If the point is clear, you know, it's like... Um, what is really in my life right now? What is really me right now? And if I did act as perfectly as I thought I should have acted in all those moments where I wanted something to happen in a way that I wanted it to happen and it didn't, if it all did happen the way I wanted it to happen, uh, I'd be living a very, very, very complete... I don't know if I'd be living a very, very completely different life. I don't know if I'd be here recording this but I'm not uh, somewhere else. I am here recording this, you know. Who the shit knows? It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't want to go into parallel universes and stuff, you know. It's not, it's not something I was always, like, uh, a big fan of, really. Um, there's a lot to heal, really. Like, even if I want to convince myself I should be acting in a perfect way already, uh, it's all a process, and, and the, the inputs you give to your process at different points in your process, like when you spend 10 minutes meditating a day, or when you journal for 20 minutes every day or two, or when you have a therapist that you go to once a week or something. I don't have a therapist, but... Uh, you put things in your process that, with its ongoingness, just gives it a better direction to move, you know. I think that's just it. I don't. I don't know. Um, I saw the moon was full about four, five days ago. I was walking home. Uh, I think Friday night. And uh, almost when I got home, I looked in front of me, and it was huge, right in my face. To live a life where you don't have regrets. To be the kind of person that does not even generate regret in them immediately. Like, the thing happened and no regret. I go around thinking about how I think I trust the universe a lot and how... There's nothing else to trust. It's all happening, we're here. And then when I act, very often when you lose perspective and you're in a moment where uh, the information that you have is just here and you feel like you have to, something has to come out of this thing that's happening, you know? So you act rash, you act impatiently, you act uh, 
quick you act without the wisdom and, and uh, maybe with too much judgment or with too much criticalness and uh, it's a sort of loss of perspective it's like when you tell yourself in your mind because like it's like when things are in your mind uh, what I'm feeling more and more often is how real is what my mind is thinking and how much do I hold myself to it really just because I think I thought it and I acknowledged it for that moment five minutes later my brain is somewhere completely different and maybe I've forgotten what it is that I was thinking five minutes ago and telling myself I want to hold myself to it so much so there's this discrepancy between thinking you know what you're thinking and you know your belief and then how you're acting you know when I'm saying you I'm talking about me and then I say to myself, oh, I'm trusting the universe so much. Oh, this is what I believe, that the universe is intelligence and it has to be moving the way that it needs to with the movement that it's moving. And who knows where that is? Who knows if there's a point or the point is a disillusion, disillusionment or dissolution of a point? Or if you think about the tiyal, a circle, circles don't have points circles aren't pointy you know circles are continually rolling in every direction so who knows what that truth is you know i don't want to lose perspective i don't want to think that uh, i need something now i don't want to think that i need this now i i've been playing a game Recently, like I took almost a six week break after coming from Vipassana from playing video games. And then I'm playing this arcade game called Hades. You're the son of Hades, Zacharias, and you're trying to fight your way all up outside of hell, you know, from the bottom of Tartarus up until who knows what it's called, you know, until Earth. And it's a crazy action packed game. And when you're in the chambers fighting, there's two things, there's multiple rewards you can get, but one of the rewards is uh, is gold, and one of the rewards is dark orbs. And gold you can spend in a shop that comes up every now and then, and then you get uh, maybe a boon that makes you stronger, gives you power of, of, of one god or another. And then um, when, you, when you die, you lose all your gold. You can only spend the gold in that run in that attempt to escape but the dark orbs you keep and the dark orbs you take them there's a mirror in your room mirror of nyx and you can use the dark orbs to strengthen yourself and then the next run you're a bit stronger and you can do a bit better so that's the thing that stays the gold isn't something that stays the dark orbs stay so if you have the option of taking 200 gold or 50 orbs, what's a better option for you? What is it that's actually going to stay in your in your system? What is it that's going to cultivate inner worth, inner power, inner capacity and capability? And it's not just it's not just uh, dark orbs. There's also a book of prophecies. And in the book of prophecies, if you complete certain things like uh, Artemis or Athena has let's say 12 boons that she can give you, 12 uh, power-ups. If you 
take all of them uh, at some point, then you basically had all 12 at some point. Every run is different, but, you know, after 30 runs, maybe you got all the boons from it, you know. So then you get a reward from, from the prophecy, like 150 gems that you can use to upgrade uh, something. So that's also something that stays, you know. So I started, I'm doing these runs and I'm playing very fast. Like I want to make sure I want to kill all these monsters really quickly and go up really quickly. And when I'm dead, I start over again immediately and I go again immediately. And I like this trial and error, you know, with reflection here and there. So my decisions started being based off of uh, not uh, what's, what's going to be amazing for me now. If I get like... It shows you even, like, if, if uh, you chose uh, something beforehand from the boon menu, for example, and you need to, you don't, you need, like, this one thing to complete the prophecy and get that extra reward, it shows you. So if I have three rewards in front of me, three boons, and one of them I have never picked in my life, uh, I'm probably going to pick it just so that I fulfill that criteria to get that reward, you know? that factors in my decision-making. So I saw that I'm making most of my decisions not just on uh, finishing a run. I'm basing my decisions on being able to be stronger in, in the long run, to finish runs more easily and have see more strength and power and, and everything. Um, I think, you know, I try to approach life that way too. Try my best. Hey, you know, I'm... I'm in really weird phases very often, you know, like you know, when you start really seeing where you're wrong with your patterns and really being honest about them, you know, with yourself and people in your life without trying to change the past or to find blame in other people because of this point, how how were you like this? If you weren't like this back then, I wouldn't have been like this back then and and then I wouldn't have acted like that because like I carried that. My housemates, to me, reacted in ways to me that were just so nonsensical that I felt like after a situation happened between us that I had to carry the fact that this happened and that I, I was wronged because of them. And then for weeks, I ended up just generating negativity based on that interaction with them, you know. So let's say roommates had a kind of philosophy towards the house that I didn't agree on he projected it to me in a way that just pissed me off or I felt wrong because of it whichever uh, then I reflect on it I dissect it I take it very personally and then uh, make sure that I find ways to make them feel uncomfortable either through messaging them things about the house that they didn't clean this or that or by I don't know, not looking at them as much or by wearing my headphones and not, whatever. It's just like, I'm, I'm feeling this negativity. I'm holding on to it a lot. I didn't dissolve it with them properly. And then let me make them feel it by me feeling it so, so, so much more. And then taking that and projecting it on them more and more and more and more and more. And until it gets dissolved, until like I feel like I need to get some kind of response by... Yeah, if I explain to you how horrible you are as a person of all the things that I see wrong about you, uh, maybe you'll understand that eventually. It's like, what, what the fuck is my brain thinking? Like, at what point does, uh, does it ever work to explain to someone what's wrong about them? And let's take it a step back. Who the fuck, why, why do I think it's right to make these people much, much, much worse than, 
than just the fact that they're just people being their, themselves, you know. And people have sides, people have good and bad, uh, people are complicated. And then, like, uh, I just find things I decide are bad and then focus on them a lot and then make them so much more than what they are. That's just one bad pattern. There's plenty, you know. So I've been, I've been in a place where I'm like... Uh, What's really right for me to do isn't to focus on getting gold. Either. Oh, one second, and I'm watching Dr. Dragon Blood. It's really good. And I just went to the trailer. After 15 minutes of recording. Yeah. So, what's gold? you know, in our lives. Gold is getting that moment with a girl in a bar and, and being able to flirt and kissing her. Gold is uh, getting approval from your boss because you worked on a project and he was happy. Gold is the meal you ate right now, a Big Mac with fries, you know. All of this shit, you, you feel it, it's, it's gold, it's nice. You spend it then, you know, and then in the next run, you don't have you don't have anything. How did that help you in that run? Unless that gold helps you somehow uh, get more dark orbs, you know. I can buy a boon and some health, and then like I'm strong enough to continue the run. You know, that's the only it's <laughs> the only way like I can I can see it. Uh, how can you act in your life in a way that you can generate more of things that can stay with you rather than things that go away? you know and yeah goodbye <laughs> peace final podcast wisdom done and that's it really like right now i'm thinking yeah I'm, i live in berlin there's so much noise around me i always compare it to when i went to poland for a month in that lake house and there was so little happening around me it was just me by myself coming back there's so many people all the time everywhere they're all so different They'll all react to you very differently. Uh, who knows who you're going to see? Who knows who you're going to run into? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what event there is? Who knows, who knows, who knows? And I'm working full time and I'm trying to, to eat and balance and read and be a good person and keep telling myself I need to finish this and finish that and finish that. Um, all of it gold in a way. Like what, what, what of it is really staying with me besides my reflection? And I need to like really reflect properly so I need to get better at reflection that stays with me by reflecting more by writing more uh, when I write for a story how much is that benefiting me compared to me writing about psychological problems that I feel like I'm facing at the root of my fucking core every fucking time something happens you know so what's important right now do I think oh, I need to finish these stories so that I could reach a point so that things then will and then, you know, the theme continues. Or, uh, let's take a break from all of these things you think you need to reach and finish in half. And then focus on all those parts of you that feel that they need, feel the anxiousness, that feel the, the anxiety, that feel the craving, that feel the all these things that, that come up in all those moments that end up taking away from a moment rather than making it uh, more than what it is or just being exactly what it is. All these things acting as resistances in you or blockers in you or uh, 
uh, impatience, creating impatience, creating neuroticism, creating more negative energy, creating whatever. Uh, so I'm sitting down and I'm, I have, I'm noticing running thoughts in my head all the time. And of these running thoughts, there's reoccurring thoughts. And these recurring thoughts are things that more often than not, uh, things that happened in the past that bothered me or things that I think I should do in the future so that the future is, is better or that my actions can go somewhere where I think it makes sense for them to go to dissolve energy or to make it who the fuck knows what I think, why I think I need to think through something and then act on it um, to to change my future. You know, it's like it goes back to how I think I need to explain to someone something so that the that linkage in that relationship makes some kind of sense so that that person acknowledges how they've been wrong as if that can help them change. They'll never change. They'll be themselves. Maybe they'll reflect. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, it doesn't mean you need to carry all that shit with you. Or Amazon thinking like, oh, like, what can I st still buy to, to, to make my life better you know and maybe it's a great thing that i do do these things or maybe it's it's unnecessary and i can be pleasant with the harmony that i already have who knows um so from these recurring thoughts do i some some keep recurring for five six eight weeks uh longer six months a year of a situation that happened with someone that maybe feels unresolved for me or a situation that happened in general that I'm like uh, regretting or wanting to relive and reliving over and over and over and over in my head as if there's an answer to seeing it more and more and more and more in my head, in my brain where nothing is, is uh, I want to say solid, nothing is permanent in my brain, nothing, just the pattern of, of recreating and generating always and always and always so i've been really really very often now uh more often than than usual sitting down and without any judgment towards what i'm writing with complete honesty of what i think i've been seeing in myself writing it out and i might have an idea of a recurring thought as well of how I'm going to write what I'm going to write in the notebook, how I'm going to start the sentence. The first sentence is going to start like this. And this is a really nice sentence to start with. Oh, I have been, who knows what sentence I thought and forgot about, but I thought it was like really cool. Uh, but instead, you know, I sat down and I looked at the notebook, I opened it, I got my pen, I put the date at the top left corner. Uh, for Today's the 14th of August, 14. 08-2022 then themes that are happening um, today I went to a Bikram hot yoga session so this is doing one and a half hours of yoga in a room that's 40 degrees hot I haven't done this in two years ago and uh, the first time I did it I anyways I did that this morning it was incredible i i decided that i'm going to be fasting for the next seven days no matter what happens dark orbs remember um uh, i decided i don't know what what the themes were i wrote them very short words at the top maybe three four themes and then above it where i am 
So where I am is Clara Frankestraße 12. I'm going to be in different places throughout my life, you know. So this is the time, the place, and the theme, and then I start. Uh, and also I write the, the time, the actual time, like 2 p.m., you know. And I start. And when I start, there's a lot that, you know, there's honesty that needs to happen, and there's progression that needs to happen from that honesty. So I start with something real, something I really feel about what's happening. And I think I started this one, and I can check the notebooks right next to me. I think I started this one with, I've been wanting to write in the journal for a while now. Let me check what it was. That's not bullshit, people. Ah. Who knows if it's important to check or not, but... Uh, pages and pages and pages. I can't see it. Oh, this was... I did two entries today. Uh, yeah, I've wanted to write in you since last time. And just for the sake of everything, I am, was, reading the German book, Sexual Ecstasy. I'm reading a book called uh, Finding Your Sexual Power, Finde Deine Sexuelle Kraft, in German just to improve my vocab and just see what this author is thinking. I don't know, I'm finding it fun. Uh, I thought it was a subject that I had to reflect on. Why not read it in German? Um, yeah, so I start with honesty. Like, what's, where, what, what like will connect me and anchor me here right now with what's happening and then continue with everything that's happening in my head. The things that I've been doing, thinking about, planning, or considering, or debating, or holding on to, and all these things that I've been re reoccurring, you know, so many times these images that I, I attach to and hold on to uh, can start dissolving, you know, and uh, I feel like I'm writing from a very honest and truthful place with myself. I started writing in this notebook after I finished. Um, a notebook similar size green from the outside and there is a deer in the center a minimalist really and uh, this one is gray from the outside leather i don't i don't think it's uh, animal leather and then a minimalist elephant on the front as well so the green one green notebook i started writing with um and I read the f first few pages of the green one after I finished writing in all of it, you know, so many pages, uh, back and front. And what I, what I wrote was something along the lines of, I, part of me doesn't want to write in this notebook because it's so clean and nice, the paper is nice, it's so full of potential, and whatever I write is uh, going to taint it. But such is life, the blessing and the curse. So when I started with this one, what I did instead was realize, you know, the growth, you know, that happened. The potential, um, 
it's nice that it's there. It exists insofar as I acknowledge it. But there is no curse here. Keeping potential potential is, is in itself just not a good thing. But writing, the tainting, the possibility of being able to fill in with the good and the bad, that in itself is magnificent. That in itself is beautiful. So there is only a blessing. It's only a blessing that I'm capable even of, of writing and turning this empty potential into something that's real, even if that's that reality isn't potential, that reality is realized potential. It's realized, realized, full stop. And realizing in itself is, is uh, something to appreciate, you know. So I've been sitting down and, and writing pages and pages and pages of what I've been going through and things that I feel like have been, you know, I'd be, I'd write a page and the progression goes into then mentioning something that happened six months ago or a year ago or two years ago or describing these qualities in a person and how how I'm still trying to see something else in that person or how I feel like this is unresolved and this is how it happened and this is what I thought about it and, and just seeing the flow of, of real, real me and words the progression, the linear, linearism, linearity, the, the solidity, it's not anymore something in my head, in a, like a washing machine coming back and forth and spinning. It's, it's here, it's in front of me and I can look at it and, and see the aspects and write them and allow me to let go and not carry so that I can see and understand more. I'm really born in a fortunate time. We're all born in such a crazy fortunate time. Like I'm, re I'm listening to books about the Gulag Archipelago and how people were being sent to jail, millions and millions and millions, and how that was like the system and it was all right and no one could change it. Um, people were dying from plagues. People were sent to prison out of nowhere. People were getting fucked left and right. Uh, I'm in a place where I can really reflect on my shit uh, without the the risk, the anxiety, the there's so much that's hindered. There's still things that hinder, but it's just like there's so such a great opportunity to be learning in life. So with the with the journaling, I'm reading. I read the book No More, Mister Nice Guy. I have a few pages left, I think. I think I finished it actually, and um, I think I have a few pages in one chapter that I didn't read, but it just spoke so real to qualities in myself, and then um, I'm reflecting on these qualities as well, and then uh, I'm affirming, I'm, I'm taking a paper, and I'm writing down certain things a hundred times maybe, and seeing how, what comes up when I'm writing these things, you know? What are the things that I'm carrying? What are what is the fear that I'm carrying? What are the blockers 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 that I'm carrying? And I'm trying to attach so much to the fast things happening around me as if I need to hold on to them. When in reality, all I have to do 
really all I have to do is make sure and, and try to practice to find more genuineness, more honesty and more, I want to say clarity, but I want to say, say cleanness in myself. I have to make sure that I'm good inside. That's where the work needs to be. That the that I'm capable of focusing on the right things. That I'm capable of discerning what's right to focus on. I'm capable of discerning how to prioritize and how to lead myself. That I'm capable of sitting down and, and learning. Uh, I'm capable of sitting down and reflecting. That I'm capable of... of being at peace with not attaching to a movement because there's so much movement. To be at peace with yourself, to be capable of sitting down those hours of, of reflecting properly, all those things and identifying things in you that you didn't see before, identifying things in the world that you didn't think you could think about before. And there's so many words and so many lessons and, and wisdom to be learning from everyone. And also to find joy. Because otherwise, you know, why? Why? So yeah, some things are easier to attach to than others. Some things come up when they need to. The dreams that I write, that I journal, what they do is interesting because I start with one part that I barely remember. And the dream opens up and I remember more parts. Maybe just at a superficial upper level, I remember what the characters were saying in the dream most of the time. But then like, you notice how much of it you might be forgetting or not forgetting throughout the day. I had a situation yesterday or the day before, not so sure. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I woke up and I didn't remember what I dreamt. And I, the dialogue in my head, I was going up in my room moving and the dialogue went like, oh, I didn't dream tonight. And then like the part of me that understands myself a bit more was like, oh, what are you saying? You for sure dreamt, you just don't remember it. You know, it's just not showing up to you right now. And I continued my day, continued my day, continued my day, yes, yesterday. And at some point, I pulled out my dream journal. And I, was, and I remember the dream at some point came back full throttle, certain elements of it that showed me even more elements of it. And I was like, nice, uh, let's wait until we sit down and, and write it. And then came the night, I sat down in my bed with my dream journal. And I was like, I have zero, blank don't like not even a blank like a solid wall i'm looking at and my, i'm banging my head on nothing i can't get past this solid wall so i i sit with it a bit sit with it a bit the brain wants to go other places but i sit with it a bit i have my my journal journal to my right my brain's like okay write in your journal i'm like no wait let's remember write in your journal no wait let's remember and then eventually when i saw okay just metal wall in front of me started journaling Started journaling, journaling, journaling. Oh. Started journaling, letting it happen, letting it happen, letting it happen. And then 
poof, after letting all that stuff out, dream came to me again, wrote it down, showed all the different parts to it, but just some specifics, you know, you don't know if you ever get right or if you're bullshitting, you know, you don't know. Trying to be honest to the dream, but, uh, you know, words are words. And uh, sometimes some images pop up, you know, the place in dreams is sometimes so versatile and weird. It just doesn't follow the rules that you think it needs to follow, like the the things are seen in a very different way very often, you know. It's not flesh and blood. It's uh, immaterial and can take so many different forms. And your brain is still going around all these things to make sense of them. There's all this data to be interpreted. Um, and yeah, I found that just, just really, really beautiful. But sitting with these things, even my memories, and seeing how they branch off into all these different things that still affect me in one way or another is really nice. I don't know if there was a specific point I was trying to reach with this, you know, but um, I'm continuing the process, I'm continuing myself. And trying to do the things that are good for me in the long run. I don't want to work this full-time job all my life. I don't want to work it even after six months or a year from now. I'm here now and I'm doing it and I want to be present with it and I'm learning. But I need to be sure that I'm building into myself the things that will stay with me more than um, the things that don't. Food you'll eat all the time. Work you'll always have something else to do. But skills, skills stay. Attitude, attitude stays. Discipline, discipline stays. And from those, you build your fruit. Those are the roots. I'm reading Confucius's 10 books. And in one of them, he mentions a line about sacrifice. I cannot explain to you what sacrifice is, but the man who understands it Man who understands sacrifice has the world in his palm. And we continue to sacrifice. I shaved my head 